So 91 of the Sausage by the Sea podcast. A podcast that now covers local football in this great town of ours, as well as keeping up with all the frills and spills, highs and lows of my team, Hastings United. On the show this week, week 20 of the Hastings Report, as we go through all our sides in action in the SCFL, MSFL and ESFL. And then we go over to the SBTS Fan Roundtable, where the Roundtable boys run through the week that was for Hastings United. Enjoy, grassroots football fans. And now over to myself and Leon Pettit for week 20 of the Hastings Report. It gives me great pleasure to introduce week 20 of the, the Hastings Report with my co-host and lovely human being that is Leon Pettit and the ESFL veteran that he is. Firstly, you know, I'm always going to ask you, Leon, how was your week? Uh, yeah, fine, mate. Yeah, still still recovering from Christmas, too many mince pies and mulled wine. That shoulder injury, how's it progressing? Uh, progressing. <laughs> I made the mistake of, I went to get something out of the kitchen cupboard, like the top shelf the other day, and mm. something else come flying out towards my head and went to catch it with my bad shoulder and that wasn't a good oh, idea. Dear. Might as well just let it hit me on the head. <laughs> it's little things like that, isn't it? Yeah. Like, day by day, it's fine. And then just little silly things mm. that remind you it's still there. But yeah. So no ETA back for Eaglesham? Not oh. yet. All right. Then. Okay. Well, let's just crack straight into what we're going. I'm sorry. We missed the couple of weeks before. Uh, completely uh, unavoidable. Uh, so we're just going to go from what happened last weekend. So uh, first of all, crack straight into the um, SCFL. Bexhill. We were cracking win against Alford, uh, winning 4-1 at halftime to 3-1 up. Aaron Cook, Joe Somerbell, Evan Archibald and Harvey Mapstone from uh, Hastings Loney uh, getting the goals for Bexhill. They were actually 1-0 down to Alford. Um, it was second bottom, so that would have been an absolute shocker for uh, Bexhill. And Conan scored for Alford. No wonder, you know, it was only Conan Torpy though and not Conan the Barbarian. A great win for Bexhill. Uh, any thoughts on that, Leon? Well, you would have expected, really. Like you say, Allfold were um, a str- they've been struggling this season. So, yeah, nice, nice to hit the new year, new year running, and I've got a lot else really to say. Who's expected? Okay, right, and there was no other games on Saturday, so we've got uh, we've got to look at the fixtures. So Bexhill got Midhurst, and it's a mid-table clash. Uh, anything to do? You see, just see uh, Bexhill pinching that one. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to go with home advantage. Home advantage. Thank yeah, you very much. It'll be a on. close game. Both teams are sort of similar positions in the table, similar form. So yeah, I'll go, go home advantage. Bexhill. Okay, and then we've got Broadbridge Heath. A uh, little common are travelling to Broadbridge Heath. Um, this probably is quite a tough ask for Little Common. Obviously, Broadbridge are third in the league. Uh, little Common are low mid table, should we say? Um, do you think maybe Little Common might nick something, or is it going Broadbridge's way? Little Common. You know, I think they've shown they can get results against the better teams in this league. So you'd like to think so, but just based on league, league positions itself, it, 
little common have got to go away as well. You'd sort of think you'd favour Borge Bidge, but hopefully not. Okay, all right. So we'll move on to the Mid-Sussex Prem. Uh, well, I, one of the only results in the actual the Prem that we are going to talk about is that Linfield managed to win again. Uh, they beat Rygate Priory, who were also up there. Uh, two goals from Andrew Brown and uh, and from Stuart Brown as well. There's lots of Brown at uh, Linfield. Um, cemented, cemented, cemented their second place spot. Um, so, uh, you know, that's just one thing. That, that, that's one thing about Linfield. They don't seem to be dropping points. Uh, no, they've got quite a nice... It's a bit of a gap. I know Westfield have that game in hand, but that only takes them up to 31. Obviously, it's, it's obviously catchable. They can still catch them, but it sort of creates a bit of a yeah bit of a gap from the rest of the chasing pack. Yeah, you'd rather have the points than the games in hand. Yeah, so. exactly. So uh, the the sides that you know are up there uh, that were in the Sussex Intermediate Intermediate Cup and Mid Sussex Senior Cup. So first of all, Sussex Intermediate Cup. Uh, Settlescombe were playing Unicorn Bognor Regis, who I've never heard of before. And uh, Sellers can give him a nice little spanking, 3 0. Uh, Zach Boltwood and Isaac Perrin with a couple. So that's nice to see Sellers winning and remaining in the cup competition. Yeah, yeah, obviously, not, not, not a nice trip to come, come all the way from Bogner just to just to lose on what was probably a to come over this way to lose them, no doubt, a muddy pitch. In. Uh, then we got the Mid Sussex Senior Cup, uh, Oxted and District nil, Hollington 2. Uh, yet another clean sheet. That's no goals conceded since the third of September uh, from Hollington, which is fucking ridiculous. Uh, Charlie Cornford and Daniel Tewksbury getting the goals. Not a shock at all, really, is it, Leon? Um, no, but um, apparently Oxford gave him a good game. Really, they right. sort of um, John Carey gives a little sort of match report every week. Mm. Reckons that Oxford would. More than hold, more than hold their own in the in the mid Sussex Prem. I think they're in the Championship. I think it was. He said at least the league below. But yeah, so um, still, still gave Hollinson a, a tough afternoon. But obviously, you know, proved that they're yeah, they're too good for him. All right. So now we move on to fixtures. Uh, Battletown have got Balcom and a must-win game against Midtabial Balcom. Uh, they need to keep that pressure up on uh, Linfield, who are six points clear from them. Uh, and then we've got Cookfield versus Westfield, fifth versus fourth. Uh, Westfield, if they win this game in hands, they have on Linfield. They go three points off second place. Uh, I mean, just to comment on that, I mean, are we? I didn't think Westfield were out of it, but they were. They were dropping points, and it's it, well, it's nice to see they've got that opportunity. They could actually nick that second spot. Yeah, I mean, all the teams around there are going to drop points at some point, so it's going to keep it interesting. Uh, Hollington have got Rygate Priory. Uh, do I need to ask? I mean, I think Hollington or they're going to they're going to win that game, but um, at, particularly at their ground. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. So I mean, they've blown off all the all the New Year Christmas cobwebs, didn't they? In that game last week, so I reckon it's back in hit the ground running for them. Yep. So and then we have got Rutherford versus Sutherland Rangers. Uh, Sutherland could pull away from the wrong end of the table with a result against fellow strugglers Rutherford. I could see after that nice little three 0 win in the cup, I can see him knocking another win together. Yeah, can do. Yeah, so I have a bit of confidence. So yeah, why not? Yeah, right. So moving on from that, we go over to the uh, East Sussex Football League now. As as everyone knows, uh, the whole of the league has been put into chaos through the weather. So lots of things have been cancelled. So there isn't that much today, but uh, we'll just go through that. At Sidley uh, managed to play. They won 4-2 against Hawkehurst. Anthony Atkins with couple. Adam Day and an own goal for Sidley. Uh, Hawkehurst, Kieran Martin got a couple. Uh, not nice to see Sidley win. I mean, they're not really uh, 
sort of just up a mid-table, but uh, nice to see Sidley winning games. Yeah, nice to see. Um, I think they struggled a bit at the start of the season, didn't they? Uh, um, probably bottom for a few games, but nice to see them managing and rising at the table a bit. Yeah, and then we move on to the uh, uh, teams in that league that were playing in the Cup, which was Sussex Intermediary Challenge Cup. Uh, Bosham, four. Crowhurst, one. Uh, Bosham got a hat-trick for Oliver Hawkins and Lewis Bell. Uh, Crowhurst's goal was by Sean Baldwin. A uh, bit of a spanking away there for Crowhurst, which is a bit of a shame. Uh, moving to Division 1, there was no games at all for any Division 1 side. Uh, Division 2, though, um, we had Pesh Hill 1, Who 0, uh, Bobby Joe Bowles getting the goal for Pesh. Uh, and a nicely taken penalty it was too, right at the death. Um, I don't know if you've looked into this game, Leon, but uh, there was red cards aplenty in it. Uh, Jackson Francis received his marching orders for Pesh and the Walker brothers. Uh, you're not old enough now, but the Walker brothers, uh, Jake and James saw red. Uh, I think they may have some regrets about it. Not no regrets. I don't know. You probably don't know that reference for uh, who they saw their march. Uh, they saw red. Uh, but I've got a, a Lewis Martin Saint who'd uh, messaged me about this, that the conditions were horrendous, but Bobby Joe Bowles was a different class that day. So it's nice to see Pesh winning. Uh, yeah, anyway, so ni- a nicely taken goal. Then we move on to the uh, sides that are in uh, the Div 2. We're playing in the Sussex Bluefin Cup. We had Eastbourne Athletic 1, Ninfield 5, Patrick for Joe Trigwell and 2 for Jason Taylor. Yeah, cracking win there for Ninfield and they continue on in the Cup. Uh, Bexhill Rovers, on the other hand, travelled to Eastbourne Rangers Reserves <clears throat> and got smacked 4-0, uh, which was a shame. Uh then we move on and we find Horsham Trinity 5, Hurstman Zoo 5, uh, Robbie Hodgson got 3, Curtis Eyes and Sam Ellis with the goals for Hurstman Zoo. Unfortunately, they lost it on Pens 4-3. We don't know the goal scorers for the Pens. Shame to see Hurstman Zoo go out. It's weird to see Hurstman Zoo lo- lose a game, to be fair. Uh, we go to Division 3, Orrington 1, Sovereign Saints Reserves 5. Joshua Lade with two, Luke Magelman with two, and Nicholas Barden getting the goals for Sovereign Saints. Nice, nice little win there for Sovereign Saints. And then lastly, in Division Four, Hastings Athletic two, Burwash nil. That's two out of two uh, wins there for Bottom Club Athletic with a surprise win against fourth place Burwash. Joel Hennessy and Joseph Simeon with the goals. Pass and move thirds, five. Tackleway reserves, five. At time of uh, recording, we've only got that John Joe Wright and Bradley Pierce got two for pass and move thirds and nothing else. And that is your very rain-affected uh, week 20. Uh, we have no ESO, ESFL uh, team of the week. The um, ESFL have said they're going to try and crack that in uh, for this Saturday. Hopefully, hopefully we get a proper run of games. Uh, thank you, Leon. Um, anything before you go? Uh, no, I've got nothing to add. Just hope, hope there's a few more games on this week, even though the weather forecast ain't ain't great again. But what can you do? Celebi. Okay, cheers, mate, and I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week. My name is Maxi Jazz, and I make no apology for linking my thinking with computer technology. Technology. Cause I'm not a mystic My views are realistic, simplistic One special brew I get through quick and get sick So I don't do it no more I won't find peace of mind rolling around on the floor The point I wanna make is
you can never escape from your fate the mistake is to take without giving from within you wanna know how i'm living i'm cool i'm looking after myself and i would never put wealth before my spirit i fear it's unhealthy the devil creep around you so stealthy stealthy till you get bold rush the golden before you're much older your soul is sold where's it getting you Competition starts sweating your gold diggers Setting you up to be forgetting your existence Do you need a for instance? I have to admire your persistence In sticking to a game plan that brings you pain, man And at the end of the day, nothing is gain So listen to the voice within I'll see you later Pay heed to the grand or disseminator Alive, I know you'd wanna know why babies die. Food don't grow wide, train smash, planes crash, situation mash, slam bam, your fellow man, money's in fashion. <laughs> it ain't rational because damn it, he didn't just give us the planet and it's wealth deep inside your soul. He left a piece of himself. <laughs> the Lord is in here, his voice is small. You keep lying and trying, denying the call from inside. You can't hide responsibility. So decide from today just how it's gonna be. Thou shalt have no other God but me It's a fact you'll attract all the things that you lack So just chill and get off the racetrack And take a pace back, face facts It's your decision, you don't need eyes to see You need vision to the SBCS Fan Roundtable. Many, many thanks to Ian and Ben for making it happen. Right then, it gives me great pleasure to do the SBTS Fan Roundtable uh, with the wonderful Ian and a new, a new one to anyone watching and listening. Ben Bennett's here. Ben, we ask everyone that comes on this podcast when they first come on, how did you become a Hastings fan? You know, what, what made you love this club? Uh... Born here, um, played for the played for the club a couple of little spells about twenty something years ago. Um, 
Well, 20, sorry, work it out now, 28, no, about 18 years ago. You don't look old enough, Ben. Yeah, I know, oh, cheers, mate, I take that as a compliment. All right. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, yeah, it's a week, it's a week here, all the family's here, all my mates are here. I might have been in Scotland for a few years, but um, yeah, I'm back down here now for, um, as it stands. But uh, yeah, it's nice to be back going to a few games and cheering the boys on, really, seeing familiar faces from when I was playing. And obviously, I've been going since kicking about a football up on the top bank there, up by, by the old enclosure up on the top bank with uh, young Matt when I was about nine, ten years old or something like that. Yeah, I know, a long time ago. But yeah, it's always there. Passion's always there for the town, for the club. The uh, Ben, just so you say, obviously you said you played for the club. So to give people an idea, what were the other players at the time that were were playing as well that some of the older fans might remember? Uh, likes of uh, Ben White was there. Um, it was well, Steve Lover was manager at the time. Mm. So there was quite a lot of uh, the Gillingham-based uh, connection back then. Uh, yeah, lots of uh, Ben White was there. It was mainly I was mainly more like the reserves, so I played sort of the third, where the, the main spell I was there, I think I played about seven first team games. Uh, like I say, it was a lot more sort of Kent-based um, players brought in from Steve Love all around there. And it was actually quite a strong reserve side as well that he had. Mm. Um, uh, so I think Chris Honey was there, Sean Ray was obviously there, Danny Ellis, players like that. Um, yeah, it was a good little, good little, uh, good little core there, to be honest. I, enjoy, I enjoyed it, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I love the pre-season always a really good pre-season and um, yeah it's great to be playing on the pilot field for, on a regular basis because obviously the reserves were there whenever the first team wasn't wasn't the reserves were playing there so we had a good run out on the uh, on the famous turf What position did he play Ben? Uh, I played a little bit in the centre midfield but um, I ended up dropping into which is kind of in the reserves we kind of played a bit, a bit of a back three so I played the left hand side of the back three um, but yeah it was Kind of like a three-five-two. We, we played with, with the reserve team. That um, I, I played um, in 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 midfield there a couple of games. Um, yeah, just I used to play a little bit all over when I when I had the legs. So uh, <laughs> yeah, just whenever I asked to do a job, I was, I was chucked in there. I was one of a few headers. That was a, one of the big attributes. I think that's why they chucked me back there. So, is that the reason, Ben? Is that the reason? Well, you know, you won a few headers. Is that the, the hair loss? I mean, is that what? Yeah, happened? yeah. I think I think it, I think it was, mate. It was, yeah. <laughs> happens, really. I think the, the, hair, the colour the colour the colour of the hair's not changed, <laughs> but uh, it's not quite as grey as yours, mate. Yeah. Um I, I am gonna mention it though. Uh, obviously Ben, you're a massive gooner as well. What a start to your season. Any any mention on the gooners, uh, you know, you're still as confident, even though Jesus got injured, you're still doing well. Any words on the gooners? Um well the start start the season you, uh, you know what I thought um, I was always hoping as long as I get back in that Champions League spot after just about missing out last year it was all about getting in the top four and um, and obviously progressing over the season it's been an unbelievable start to the season uh, the only game we lost was up at Old Trafford that could easily have gone the other way with the, with the, the great officials that we have um, making a bit of a howler as it turns out but yeah it's been so positive um, it's just nice to have a connection with a group of players that love playing for the club again. Uh, it's so long overdue. Um, and we've not had it since Highbury. So it's uh, Arteta's a big part of what, what's what been going on. And um, and he's getting backed by the owners, which um, we always, 
a lot of people like me, like-minded people like me, were really against them. We didn't really like them. We felt there was no connection. They were felt so far away from the club. Um, but a credit to them as well because since the protesting of the Super League and that was a, a big turning point for me and a couple of a bids from elsewhere from the boy of Spotify, Daniel S. Um, it um, ruffed a few feathers and uh, yeah, Arteta's back and has been backed by them ever since and he's just grown this brilliant connect, connection we have with the players and we have with him and it's, it's, bring, it's bringing well it's I'm not saying it's bringing success because we haven't part of, well, won the FA Cup under Arteta, but with, fa- with fans and that, um, we need to kick on now and even try and get Europa League in the in the cabinet and um, get back into that Champions League. But we stay humble. We haven't got a massive squad, uh, mm. but we've got to stay humble, take each game as it comes and um, see what happens. But like, hey, Jay, like you said, Jesus is injured. Yeah, it's a bit of a blow. Um, Heard a bit of positive news earlier on. It should be back a little bit earlier than I thought, uh, which is a plus. Could be more like second, third week in February. Possibility now. We all thought it may have been March. So, but Ekechi's coming and got four and four games. So uh, he's got a bit of confidence going into to the big one on Sunday. Yeah. How do you think that's going to go before we stop talking about Arsenal? Uh, I, I go in there full of, full of confidence on the playing side that we can we can beat them. Uh, it's never never nice environment going down there. Um, my only worry concerns is the officials getting it right on the day. Uh, we've got a couple of people referees and one on VAR Paul Tierney. I've not I've not got a lot of time for him over past uh, performances against us. Uh, but yeah I'll go I'll go over there confident we, we could beat them. Um, and it'll be a, a great day if we do. I was saying you and Scott Price will be back and forth on Twitter, yeah? Um, I don't, I don't, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't um, get involved with that sort of thing. Mate. No, I, no. I, I, I stick to my Arsenal followers, and 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 that's it, really. And they, and they follow me. Yeah, anything fair enough. Above all that, I need to rise above it. So. No, good, good on you, good on you, Ben. Anyway, right, we'll get bring it back to Hastings now. Enough of the Arsenal for one week. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, do, I, do I not get a ten-minute segment on Watford then? But if if you what <laughs> bloody Watford. <laughs> That's fine. Carry on. Well, actually, we're sort of about QPR now. My brother just sent me a, an old video of, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Yeovil QPR, 88, 87-88 season, um, FA Cup. It was on Twitter. And he's watching it. And here's me in the crowd, a 12-year-old. I'm there with my mate Dave. We won 3-0 at Yeovil. And you could see me. I'm not all like, yeah, you know, dishevelled and 12 years old. Yeah, that was the days when you'd go up when you were a kid. Do you know what I mean? Like, like can you imagine 12 years going up? To Yeovil on their own now. Yeah, yeah, quite. Probably and it, not. Was, it was a bit livelier back then than it is now right. as well. It's muddier. I know that. Muddier, yeah, yeah. The old Hirsch. Um, well, let's talk about Hastings. We look at uh, a uh, convincing defeat um, on paper, a uh, 3 0 defeat. Uh, from my point of view, they were absolutely clinical, Hornchurch. Um, Hornchurch. It was Hornchurch, wasn't it? It was Hornchurch, yeah. yeah. sorry, mate, I'm tired. You know, Hornchurch, they just absolutely punished us, got the opportunities, put them away. I mean, we equally, we created a ton of chances. I'm sure we hit the post at least twice. Am I, am I wrong? I'm Definitely sure. once. I thought Nori hit the post and I thought uh, Jamal hit the post as well. Am I wrong? I only remember one, I but I may have missed it. I can only remember one. And that was Nori's? Yeah, kind of, yeah okay, I think it probably would have been a, probably would have been an own goal, wouldn't it? Um, I think it sort of came off one of theirs, but... Yeah, oh, very okay. close. Oh, yeah. Your, your main your, your main stand, weren't you, Ian? 
<laughs> I was actually stood at the touchline. But yeah. <laughs> um, I just, again, you know, injury to Chalmers kind of really has really hurt us there. Um, but we did create a lot against the team. Uh, I mean, we got a lot of chances against that team. For a team that are top of the league, I thought they were, they gave away a lot of chances and I, and, and that might hit them later on in the season. I don't know what you lads think. I mean, go to you first, Ian. What's your impressions of the game? Well, I thought it was, it's it's a sort of funny afternoon where you lose 3-0 and you kind of come away pretty happy with the performance, really. Because uh, the performance, you know, uh, was was pretty good. You know, we had a lot of the ball, thought we used it quite well. We created, as you say, quite a lot of chances, particularly in the second half, once uh, once we brought Sam Adams on and kind of pushed up a bit. Uh, you know, it just it felt like the ball just wouldn't go in. The longer mm. the game went on, it just you just thought, well, it's never going to go in. Um, so there was so there was loads to be happy about. I thought really, um, I really liked the partnership between Ben and Jamal up front. I think there's I think there's loads to work on there. Jamal makes really good runs, and Ben picks them out really nicely. Yeah, Ben had another good game. In, yeah, without a, a goal, confidence though. in front of goal would be would, would be great. But you know, it was uh, yeah. I thought there was loads to be happy about. But at the same time, it's the difference between top of the table and mid table, isn't it? In that they probably created four or five chances in the entire game and took three of them. They probably only had about a dozen moments where you thought they might score, you know, where they might, where they thought whether they might even create a chance. Uh, so, you know, they've, they've been, as you say, absolutely clinical and, uh, and, you know, at the other end, although, although we did create a lot, I thought they defended really doggedly and, you know, constantly put tackles in and bodies on the line and their keeper made a couple of really good saves. And he did. So, you know, they, they, they did, um, they did a lot to stop us from scoring as well. So it's that, you know, it's that difficult gap to bridge between top of the table and mid table. But there's nothing, there's nothing to be ashamed of in that at this point where we are. You know, there's no, there's nothing wrong with being mid table at the moment. So oh, we definitely gave it a go. No. I mean, there was no, no doubt about that. Yeah, I mean, it was a shame. It was a shame there wasn't a game on Tuesday night, really, because it would have been nice to kind of pick up from that and just go right. Well, let's see what that performance can do. You know, against the team that's not not top of the table. Because um, I suspect I suspect that performance would have beaten most sides in the division, but not them. Yeah, I mean, one thing before I go to you, Ben. The one thing I was very impressed with it was their front. It was a front three, wasn't it, or two, three, wasn't it? I don't know. I wasn't paying enough attention to them. Well, well, I, I thought, yeah, unfortunately, I were, and uh, well, not that much because I don't know which <laughs> what. But the their press on our centre halves was excellent for and was called cool. like particularly Alex Breffo was struggling in the first half. They just couldn't handle that press, you know, the way we obviously we play it around our centre halves as as do most teams now. And um we didn't like it up us a bit. And so that, that really worked for them and you know, eventually led to a goal. Um once they come off that, I felt we were then back in the game. Um I was waiting for them to start doing it again, but they clearly thought, well, we've We've got this game now. Um, but anyway, Ben, please, uh, what's your thoughts on the game, mate? Uh, first of all, it definitely wasn't a three deal. Mm. I thought it, I thought we, um, I thought we, I thought we did, I thought we did really well actually. To be honest, like like you, you boys have already said, the, the different scorers they took their chances and, and we didn't. Um, they were just a little bit more clinical. I thought we started started okay, uh, right on the front foot. I thought, and then, and then kind of the, the goals not the stuffing out of us, and it was quite a bit of a flat rest of the half really mm. um but yeah we had a couple of little chances but we hit the post didn't we um, and then a couple of other little glimpses i think Popey had ahead of it he could have done a little bit better he had a little bit of time in the box uh first half um yeah 
But it wasn't like I say it wasn't a three nil. Uh, I think when you said about the press, I think it was gonna be look more convincing press because the pitch was a bit slower. It was probably and it, and it, it was all, always gonna be high up the pitch, uh, especially on that surface because it was slow and it was it certainly was cutting up towards the end of the second half a lot anyway. Um, I think that's probably why we didn't really pay to us because we love putting it around the back three. Yeah. Uh, we like getting the ball out wide, um, and it don't, just didn't really didn't really happen. But they were a good side, good organised side. Uh, they put they did put bodies on the line, uh, and the keeper did make some decent saves. Uh, you can see why they're probably the best. I didn't didn't go to the away game, but I thought um, regards to the attacking side of things, and, and I thought they were pretty organised. Even though we did get through, we did get through a yeah, few times was... in the first half. It wasn't like they were totally solid at the back, um, but they were organised outfit, and you can see probably why they are where they are, to be honest, and especially if they've got the attacking options they have. Um, but yeah, we did. We certainly did lie down. We gave it everything, even at 3-0. We are still trying to score goals and still, and then obviously trying not to concede any more at the other end to make it even even worse. But I thought um gave a good account of ourselves and um, there was positives to take out of it. Mm. Um, regards to... Losing any game, you don't want the next game called off like it was on Tuesday. Um, and I know any manager doesn't want to go, they'd rather play the next game than be on the training pitch on, on three days later. But unfortunately, it was like that. Because um, anything you can do after defeat is get back out there and try and um, mm. regroup and um, get, get the next win as quick as possible. But we didn't have that option, so we need to go again on Saturday. Well, yeah, bringing up Saturday, uh, obviously it's uh, Brighton and Sea, isn't it? And uh, although they are in the relegation zone, um, they've won, was it, they've got uh, beat Bishop Stortford um, at home, their last home game, and they're third. So, and they drew against Margate. Now, Margate's sort of mid-table team. That was away. Um, not bad results. So they're not going to be someone we can just turn up to and spank. So it's going to be, a, it's going to be a toughie. But, you know, I know how Gary organises these teams. He, they're not going to, He'd have, he'd have got his wind, they got the wind up him. Um, out of me. You, you see us bouncing back straight away, lads? I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, I mean, I think we just need to keep the same attitude, mm. don't we? Because, you know, as Ben said, we, we kept going even at 3-0. We were still basically playing as if we were going to get back into it. Well, and uh, Just quickly, I just remember one of the songs... Uh, we started singing "Next Goal Wins." Uh, <laughs> we're we're playing we're playing "Next Goal Wins." Do you remember that, Ben? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That, that was three 0 down. Sorry, sorry, Ian. Go. On. No, it's all right. I I like the chant of uh, of "Where were you when you were dry?" Um, <laughs> when when loads of us descended on the on the stand. Yeah. Started chucking it down with rain. That's very good. Um, I mean, you just uh, yeah, you'd hope that um, you just kind of go into it the, with the same positive attitude because there's no reason to, why not. Mm. No reason why not. Are you right, man? Yeah, I, I can I can see us getting bouncing straight back. To be honest, uh, don't don't alter too much. I don't think it's going to change too much on the on the team side of things. Um, Jamal's been a little bit frustrating. I think he's yeah, he's, and they did score that goal on Boxing Day. He's missed, missing a few and slightly lacking that little bit. I think he's needing that extra second in and around the box. Um, I'm not sure he will start Saturday if we've got another option, but the trouble is um, we haven't got a lot of options. Uh, we've got Chinadu, haven't we? Is he still at the club, Chinadu? Wasn't on the bench, was he? Yeah, because I thought he would have been on the bench from, on Saturday, but um, 
I'm not sure what's happened to him, to be honest. Yeah, I, you know, you never know. I, I know this isn't any anyone listening. This isn't because I know something or don't know something. But you never know with non-league. Like some people, they just go, don't they? They disappear. Mm-hmm. They change clubs. They move on. As far as we're aware, Chinadu's still there. You know, if I was, you know, he's scored a few goals. I'd stick him back in then. If if you know we're unsure on Jamal or Jamal needs. To I like I like Jamal. I must say, I, I think he's. A, I think he could be a player. I mean, he, uh, there's definitely. A, a bit of a lack of confidence there that you know there's a sort of extra touch sometimes you know some poor decisions occasionally but i think he's i think he's got something i think his runs are really good um and i think he just he links up with ben in a way that i haven't seen anybody else manage to do you know obviously joe gabode was a, was a tremendous player but i thought you know we never got the best out of ben while he was on the pitch um yeah and i think i think there's i think there's potential there he'll score a hat trick that's my prediction yeah they... i think i think I think there's a player in there, that's for sure. I think um, he is obviously needing games. I said before he even come, he, he didn't even have a cup, did he? No. Um, he hadn't played for about a year. So uh, he's, he's he has got better. He is improving. Uh, he does make some good runs. He is getting a little bit sharper. Um, but also think he's need, like I said, he's needing that extra touch at the moment. Um, but if he goes and starts on Saturday, he brings in a couple of goals. It's a confidence thing as well for him, like Ian said already. Um, and, and also, it's a massive positive. Ben Pope's really playing well now. Yeah. His fitness is showing up. Um, I think he was struggling a little bit of illness and um, a little bit of a dig ball earlier on in the season. I think he's recovered from all that and he's looking a lot sharper. And just seen that someone alongside him that's um, going to link up with him. And I think that's going to be the difference. So many times this season where we've lost one nil, we've had nil nils where we're not we're fine, fine margins. Um, yeah. And we're not far away. We could easily have had another probably five or six points on the board if we'd had that um, little bit of a more of a prolific or more instinct striker. That's what Gary Elphick said last week, Ben. You're plagiarising him. Yeah, I, I totally agree. With him. <laughs> I totally agree with him. He's, he's he's not that far wrong. He's not wrong, is he? That's the thing. Um, yeah, no. He's a good lad to talk to. Um, he's very honest. Mm. Um, and and uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, pretty much not far away. <laughs> Not far away at all. It's all fine margins. Yeah, I mean, anyone thinking because we've just lost that game, that's it. It's done. Is well, he's an idiot. Uh, if they do, uh, you know, this there's still something we can get out of this season. There's loads of points on the board, and it's quite quite a good league. Let's be honest. There's quite a lot of clubs that are still there's something in it for them. Um, it's going to be an exciting exciting uh, couple of months. You know, it's not it's not out of our reach. You know, as you say, Jamal kicks in. Well, you never know. It'd, it'd, be lovely, it'd be lovely to have a little push towards the playoffs, wouldn't it? Just, just it would be for, nice. Just for fun, you know. Um, no, 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 that... just for fun. I mean, no, just for fun. <laughs> Come on. And, and it's very, it's very doable as well. Um, we've yeah. seen, we've seen all teams this season. Um, probably say Hornchurch have been the best side probably we've played. But like I say we've had chances in in every game. We've we've competed with every team in in the league. Whether we've got the zero points, one point, or three. Mm. Um, and we're not far away. It's like so, it's only four or five points or whatever separates us from third, second or third, and it's it's um, very competitive. A few, a few mm. wins again. I so we had we had a we had a good little Christmas and New Year period until until Saturday. Another seven out of nine or or nine yeah. out of nine in the three games. We're we're well in there. Absolutely, Ben. It's just because he's got this confidence from Arsenal. He's bringing it to us. I love it. I love it, Ben. I love um, it. I love it. I love it. What, what am I bringing 
score bloody what for our what for getting on quickly before we carry on what, what? Uh, we're we're sort of knocking around in the playoffs in the championship we're our, currently on our second manager of the season so we've got at least another couple to get through before the season's done yeah i know I think, we've, I think we've had about 68 managers since uh gary elphick's been in charge of hastings so <laughs> um lads thanks for your time uh ian are you going on brighton sea no ben you going brighton sea I can't say yes. He can't say, no. he can't say. Unfortunately, it, it, I, I can't it, be there. One. The trouble is, it's all peer pressure, isn't it? It is peer pressure. You'll be, be the same. It's a tough, it's a tough, uh, a tough thing. At time of recording. I, 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 should, I shouldn't really go, because I, I say I'm at, I'm at Spurs Arsenal on Sunday, so I'm going to need my voice, and I'm going I'm to need a few pennies, which uh, is very, very yeah. tight at the moment, especially yeah. January, so, and it's such a long way to go. So There you go. Uh, but I can Never say never, sort of thing. It could mm. still happen, it might, and it might not. So, are you thinking of that Histed Harim in the uh, coach is going to persuade you? <laughs> I'm only going if you're going. I, well, currently, I, 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 I can't go, but um, it, and just so anyone listening and watching the the, the Carter, Carter FM, all we hear is Radio Carter, will be broadcasting on Saturday for anyone that cannot make the game. Uh, go to HUFC Radio on Twitter. I don't know his website, but um, go and give that a listen if you can't make the game. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see, Ben. Um, chaps, thank you, Ian. <laughs> thank you, Ben. Um, see, you. see you at the game. Take care. Cheers. See you, lads. That's it for another week, grassroots football fans. Whoever you're going to watch this week, make sure you're loud and proud. As ever, if you want to get in contact with the show, or have any suggestions or want to get in on our weekly roundtables that email again is hufcpod at gmail.com or on the twitter which is at hufcpodcast you can get this podcast on all major platforms be it google podcasts audible itunes spotify or amazon music and we have a jam-packed YouTube channel, chock-a-block full of video interviews and episodes from the podcast. Please, please, please give it a look, a comment or a like, but definitely subscribe. It's all free. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host, Chris Laverick. Hope you have a good week and see you at the game. <laughs>